we ordered dog food online from Amazon. We gave up because we're like, we just didn't want to. I want to look the people in the eye when they give me COVID. You know what I mean? I want to be from some delivery guy. I want to be some from someone at the actual grocery store so I can be like you, you know? Well, you're yeah. living in the right city for that. Girl. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. Oh my gosh, it's the last episode of 2020. I'm your host, Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I'm ready for this to be over. <laughs> the year of the show. Tw- I'm just starting it, and I'm 2020. Little, of course, I'm so excited to be here. Today, so I just. Oh my gosh! Don't, don't, don't. Uh, I'm, I'm here. And honestly, guys, we took last week off, and we probably shouldn't have because we totally missed Diana's birthday show. We have Diana oh. Galuna here. Diana, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, Diana, happy birthday to you. Oh, thank that's, you. Yeah, so we, we kind of covered the base. You know what? Not disappointed at all. I am a Christmas Eve baby. My birthday was built in with disappointments. I thought it was Christmas we'll Day. We'll celebrate your birthday. Because, Half birthday. Well, because you posted, you posted something, uh, you posted a story, and I was like, wait, Wait, is, isn't it tomorrow? Because like I, because our my friend Solomon Georgia was also on Christmas Day. I did. I thought that they were both Christmas Day, and so then I was like scrambling to to at least put on social media. I was like, nah, at least I could do social media. So well, I will say that post of mine was a little bit thirsty because <laughs> no one was saying I happy am birthday. not on Facebook anymore, and Facebook—that's a built-in birthday celebration. Everyone knows it's your, and so it wasn't happening, and I was like. <gasps> think that my birthday is tomorrow uh you, so listen. i so i did it because i needed it because i wanted it <laughs> you should have you, we had no yeah, idea you should post about it early all day i put everybody's birthday in their contact in my phone so i have mm. um I've started, i did that on i've started doing that yeah like if if i catch wind of someone's birthday i'm like oh shit put that in and i set it for yearly recurring so i always remember if you put it in their contact, it'll tell you it every year. So if you, cause you could put their birthday in their contact. And I feel like that's so much, just as much effort as, um, is as it? putting Except that. You I, just do it once. It uh, yeah. And then and well, you don't have to hit the reoccurring button, but whatever, okay. <laughs> whatever. Well, you do you girl. Well, <laughs> it's your how, iPhone. It's your fantasy. Well, how was your birthday, Diana? Did you have a good birthday? I had a great birthday. Uh, my husband's birthday is a couple days before mine, and we just did the same thing. We ordered a really nice dinner to come to the house, got a little bit drunk, took a little bit of mushrooms. It was oh, great. Cute. I and I, I would like to do that for my birthday every year. Yes. Oh, my God. I took, I took acid on Christmas Day, and I'll tell you, I didn't know it was as strong as it was. I took two <laughs> hits, and... I mean, with my friends that I was with, I was, I, I guess, yeah, I could say, uh, Sarah and Taylor uh, Andrews, we were at their place and fuck, Taylor started tripping in like 10 minutes. 
was like two hits of acid to me sounds crazy. One hit of acid and you know you know have you have you ever done the gel tab? Have you ever done the gel tab? Like this gel tab, this gel tab tasted especially thick. Like the moment that I put the two hits on my mouth, I was like. Ooh, this seems jam-packed full of fun. Makes my <laughs> hair was. stand up even hearing you mm-hmm. say two tabs. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'll um, never come back. How was your Christmas, Maxwell? Oh, mine was good. Um, I actually had a very nice time. I did, um, I isolated for two weeks and I did go down to San Diego to see Taco Bay's family. It was just a small, intimate group of us. So, but everybody was tested and isolated. And, you know, that was something he really wanted to do this year. So I did that with him and we had a really nice time. His family is so sweet. And I think his moms are great. Taco Bay has two moms. So that's really fun. Even before it was in. Wow. Yeah. No, they're really great. They're super sweet. We got his mom a Telfar bag and she felt really fierce. And yeah, it was just a great time. We had crab legs and um, we made edibles and we gave his grandma an edible and she was giggling on the couch. So that was really sweet. So yeah, it was a really nice time. I'm not a big Christmas person. And I will say after this year, I'm still not a big Christmas person, but I really enjoyed myself. And I love Taco Bay. That was a well. Very, I mean, you had nice to do time. that after you survived the argument of Thanksgiving, right? So, like, once you make that it, was pass. not discussed on this show, and I would like. Oh, to did we not, not discuss? I thought for sure. I thought for sure. We, well, here it is. <laughs> but you know, that's compromise. You know, that's yeah, relationship yes. compromise. We compromise. Yeah, you no, compromise. it was a great time. <laughs> it was a great time. It was a really good time. Oh, I'm <laughs> awful. But yeah, uh, no, that's okay. Yeah, we and we drove. I mean, when Diana was talking about driving earlier, I was like, I, I am not. A, I don't think I'm a very good driver anymore. I've been driving Taco Bay around because he got into a bike accident, and I've been. Um, yeah, we didn't even like, talk about that. Jesus. Well, because that happened on our break. Like that happened literally the day after we recorded. Taco Bay was in a minor bike accident. Can you Nurse tell him Maxwell. to like save the content for when we're actually recording? Otherwise, like you know, oh. we're just wasting good airtime you know what i mean i'm not trying to do that i thought you were gonna say save the content for like private time because he did post that picture of his leg on his story and Uh -uh, i wanted to see it and let me tell you look it looked like he was peeled all right it looked like someone took a fucking vegetable peeler and just ripped his flesh away i didn't like the scar i won't i don't like the scar i don't like what it's gonna look like it's all bothersome well, I mean, it's he's fine. He survived. So, and I've been Diana. You muted nerd. yourself, Diana. See, this is the thing when you have barking dogs, Diana. When you nope, you're still muted. She's still muted. Still muted. <laughs> still not handling it. You know, you had Hi. to communicate with your husband or something. You had to shut your dog. Nope, still nothing. Do I have to ask you to unmute? Is that okay? Am I here? There she is. Yes, you're back. <laughs> I have a little hand controller. Well, you haven't figured it out. Funny. You haven't figured it out yet. So uh... Uh, all I was trying to say was I do not approve of biking in Los Angeles. 
you can fight me on it all you want. It is too dangerous. Uh, I don't want anyone I know to get bikes. I mean, so city, dr- city I, bike riding, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Like, because he was doored, right? He was doored. Uh, luckily, he had, like, swerved out of the way, but did ha- have some injury from the door. Yeah. So he didn't, See, like, mm-hmm. break anything or, like, flip over his handlebars, anything. Thank God. But Now that door got did. him, though, still. See, I don't know. Yeah. I think I would have rather taken a full body brunt to it as opposed oh, to having, like, my skin ripped out. Because I've been doored a few times. Times. And I've endured in Chicago where they don't give a fuck either. Yeah. No, uh, my one girlfriend had a concussion and had a broken tailbone for like three months. She like could not sit didn't down. Didn't we learn on it. this show that white people and their tailbones are very, very sensitive areas? No, it's Latinas and their tailbones oh, are very right, sensitive. <laughs> and I believe it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not your coccyxes. <laughs> um yeah no it's not my tailbone but yeah no that was i've been a nurse and i'm not a very good driver moral of the story i can't and probably not a great nurse honestly you know you gotta <laughs> oh, be no, a little I'm, no my italian mom comes out i get full fantasy do you need some more and then bring you more anyway. yeah but you're so, taking notes on all the things you've done so it's reciprocated at some point don't this isn't all just pure of heart love and bliss i don't buy it you are so sweet to think taco bay would do any of the demands i brought back (laughs) he's literally just sitting on the couch being like he loves me he's gonna do this forever and i'm like you're you're right you're right eventually he'll get a bell see yeah because you wouldn't be you wouldn't even be upset if he got fat so it's like gosh you know this is true i do i tell him that all the time he's like i he did he was like i did get fat he still loved me and i was like i mean yeah that's that's what happens right well you better keep him because let me tell you that's not real life i'll tell you that that's not real fucking life real people are like me all right get up and walk around taco bay it's time to start stretching um He's getting his stitches out hopefully Thursday so we can start walking again. He's been uh, the oh, it's such doing... an ugly, ugly scar. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, just, now I he's just... ruined. <laughs> At this point, Tony would throw Taco Bay away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Probably. like, well, no more shorts ever again. I don't want to hear oh. that story again over and over and over again. Uh, Remember when you died in Mexico? <laughs> oh my God, I barely talk about it. But yes, I do remember that one time. Mm-hmm. It was so awful. Thank you for bringing it up because you know I don't like to bring it up. But, I would say actually 2020, you've brought it up a lot less this year, but I think there's been a little bit more to I've pay attention to. So. I feel like the um, virus really overshadowed shadowed your glory there and you Fucking felt it inappropriate as if corona to bring it hasn't taken <laughs> enough from me you know what i mean well guys listen this is uh diana's unofficial birthday show as well as the last tony sutter show of 2020 now don't worry we'll, we'll, we'll be back again next week we're not dropping any balls we're back ready to go but you know, I always like to poo-poo our, uh, our uh, resolutions. So, uh, you know, we're here, we're queer. Have we really wasted our time and made resolutions this year? Of course. Did you, like, yeah, I, I actually did you appreciate the rhymes? Appreciate oh. the rhymes. Oh, it's really beautiful work, Tony. Oh, Thank you. You <laughs> should consider rapping for sure. <laughs> I saw your degree uh, at work. 2021, bitch. 
Um, I actually, you know, I do my annual listen to the first episode and last episode of the year prior. Do you do that? Do that every time. Yes, I've done it every time. I listen to the end of the year before Uh and then I listen to the first episode to hear how we like ended the year and what we started our year with. Well, I would like to ask our, uh, the man who holds the archives, how did we do? How were we the last episode of last year? We had Gigi Good on, and it was a really great episode. It was just me and you, and then we brought Gigi Good on as our co-host, and it was great. You were, um, of course, very uh, cynical and negative about um, all of my optimism that I was ready to bring in 2020. Good. Um, I like consistency. Oh, of course. And you did want to make more money. That was definitely (laughs) (laughs) Or jump, right? Or jump, because I'm jumping. I believe you just said you wanted to make more money. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. So, uh, well, wait. So what about our first episode of 2020? How was that? It was good. I can't remember who we had on. It must have not been that good, actually. But uh, no, di- no, Diana. Huh? I don't so, think I don't remember I don't, when I started coming on. You did announce that we were it was just going to be you and me until we found somebody else at the end of the year. So I think we did have a co-host. I want to say we started the year with Meatball as our co-host. Oh, that's forgettable for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it happened so often and I try to forget it for sure. But um, but But she's always there. She's always available. So it's like, you know, for a famous drag queen, always being available. That's why that's why we book her. Well, what is, are, do you have an, are you going to stick with the same resolution this year? Make more money or I mean, I'd like gonna... to, I, I'd like to try it. I don't think I ever see, cause the thing is, is like typically resolutions, I at least give them the, the, give them a goal, you know, but like literally the world was like, no bitch, not this year. You struggle. Not only do you struggle, but also your identification still uh, expired. So no treats for you. No $600 checks suffer. Um, I, I honestly, I, I, I'm not a fan of resolutions anyway. I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm going into 2020 with my eyes open and clenching to shit. Uh, but Diana, what are you, what, how is your, like, let's wrap up your 2020. Like, how are you feeling about 2021? Well, if you remember I ended last year in a car accident and it oh, yes. all went 2020 from there that was a great so dinner I feel though like I had fun at that dinner though I just want that was to a know. great dinner. I know that it wasn't the best for you but I ended up having a good time that evening well isn't that a wonderful metaphor I think from my experience of 2020 it wasn't what I was expected <laughs> it was pretty horrible but I still kind of had a good time like I still learned stuff about myself and in 2021 who gives a shit it's got to be better than this like you know it's only up from here I Uh, always make resolutions for myself constantly so do you you have one then do you have one for 2021 well you know what I got a really beautiful journal for Christmas and I want to keep up with that journal because it's really beautiful. Yeah. And the person who gave it to me lives in my home and will notice if I don't write in this journal. That's true. And don't make it don't make it a relationship journal because he'll realize every time you go <laughs> to that, you're mad. It'd be like, all right, don't turn my gift into something negative. Oh, oh my God. got bit by a dog. It's much better than locking them away and having to take out their barks the whole episode. I'll I, tell okay. you. I know. The, They've made their feelings known about Your this. New Year's resolution needs to be not to have 
to make me edit Barking Dogs for 2021. All right. Or That's me where... work the mute button in an entire show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't wait till you actually get the mute button down. It's going to be an interesting thing to watch. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting. Well, Maxwell, how are you feeling about 2021? Are you, are you optimistic? Because I mean, typically you're annoyingly optimistic. Yeah, and I'm going to probably be right now. I'm definitely looking at my basket um, full instead of empty. I'm definitely looking at my victories this year over like the things I lost. I honestly think the things I lost, fortunately, were kind of superficial. Like I took that new job on and I really didn't love it. Like internally, I was like, this is not what I want to be doing. So like, I mean, I haven't found a new job yet, but I've had fun over the last few months figuring some stuff out and- (laughs) I have a really great relationship with my boyfriend and this beautiful apartment all to us. So, I mean, I'm really excited to actually hopefully make some money next year. Like that is actually my resolution (laughs) is to like monetize on these um, successes and actually take stuff like my, the good energy I have now and like keep going. So that's my resolution. I can't can't wait to see the cracks in those walls for 2021. I'm excited to see how it's going to, cause look guys, it's not going to get good anytime soon. <laughs> so let us not forget Operation Warp Speed was supposed to have 20 million people vaccinated by this time, and they vaccinated 2 million. Let's not forget the numbers here in Southern California just keep going up, 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 up. People are dying, 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 dying. So I'm ready to see what June or July looks like, you know? See, audience, aren't you so glad that Tony doubled the optimism on this show? <laughs> like, we just really needed that balance, too. <laughs> bam, 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 you're dead. I mean, I mean what? so I started my last uh, Perfectly Blunt, uh, the weed reviews that I do, with literally... Uh, if you're watching this, congratulations, you lived. Because a lot of people didn't. <laughs> but also, I do have to say that in prior years and episodes, and maybe not this show, maybe more the Gay Power Half Hour, I root for the earth hands down. Loss of life and abundance of loss of life does not bother me whatsoever. So really, if you think about it, 2020, I got my wish. No, I mean, I I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but uh, I feel like Mason and I home alone this whole year because last year we were driving around for Christmas Eve being like, I wish we didn't have to, I wish there was just one Christmas where we didn't have to go anywhere. And like, look, let's face it. The Tony Soto show since the beginning pandemic, we have, we have been here. You have seen the good, the bad and the ugly. And we can be a little more, we can be a little like, you know, self-gratified because we did it right. Honestly, we really did do it right. That fight that we never talked about, Maxwell, was something that you had to take on with communication and because you were doing it right. You know what I mean? Diana, Mm -hmm. you and your husband are bona fide hermits. You did it right. You know, we did it right. But I got COVID. (laughs) So I didn't really do it that right, but well, thank you to, for to be fair. Credit. Taco Bay wasn't doing it right, so he brought you back COVID. So let's just see, like, like let's just let's not paint any flowery rosy I'm pictures. I'm not to listen to this. 
next episode. <laughs> He's sitting on the couch with his crutches, probably listening to this. He's just be like, what are they talking about? Listen, we love him, but 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 you know, <laughs> boyfriends are fair no game. But. It's period. Boyfriends and husbands are fair game on this show. Boyfriends yep. and husbands are fair game, and I, think I understand that. Like, that. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, and honestly, since they're fair game, your husband, did we mention how adorable your husband was on his birthday on this show, Diana? Cause he was so adorable. I mean, we mentioned it. In oh, we mentioned chat. it on the, uh, slag wars. That's how we did oh, see yeah, each right. other that see, this is why I'm so confused is because we did our last episode of slag wars review and in lieu of recording the Tony Soto show. So we did actually meet. We just didn't but have we a show. But we were really absorbed in the content of yeah, that we had <laughs> we had cock we had cock on the brain. Yeah. You know, and honestly and it coming out the mouth. <laughs> and and full disclosure, guys, the producer of the producer, executive producer and writer of Slag Wars will be on the Tony Soto show next year. And they hit me up on Twitter and was like, hey. Do you think I could see your reviews? And I was like, huh? I was like, well, you know, typically that's a paywall, but quite frankly, uh, if you can take a note or two, yes. <laughs> you can. So I I'm actually him. not worried at all because I feel like even our critiques came from a very Sophie positive place. Well, like, we, like we I really love a place of show. love. It wasn't yeah. a place of that kind of like, look, I'm never going to be that. So positive. true. So true. Babe. Okay, babes. I'm never gonna, oh, <laughs> no, but, babes. oh, but I did why I did listen to that podcast. And I listened to one hour and 45 minutes of that podcast. How dare they ask for more than one hour? They didn't need it. They got everything out in the first hour, honestly, and they could have trimmed some fat. I would have done 90 minutes. I did do 90 minutes. I am much more of a fan of Sophie after listening to that podcast. I mean, look, it takes, it takes one hell of a woman to be a bona fide unapologetic sex worker with a son who is like, a teenager like I can't mm -hmm. even imagine and it makes me like wish that whoever was actually doing the interview with her was better because I mean I have questions I think we should we, we should just get her on and have a 90 minute interview with her well let's let's really let's really lay it on thick with this producer guys uh no, I'm constantly true. impressed by any sex worker who grows their business and grows it like out in the world and you know? talks about the and, and talks about the real fact that like even she deals with stress like if she wakes up and her only fans attendance is down or you know because like you Bad have day to at keep, work you have to keep making 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 content in order for it to fucking you know to get anywhere and if you're if you have a slow day on your only fans i could understand how that would make you have a bad day uh, but we don't, we are not having a bad day. This is a great day because this is the last show of 2020 and we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have, uh, he's a good Judy of mine, Chicago-based actor, now LA-based actor. He was recently on the NBC uh, show called Connecting, which was like the first show that was produced during COVID, ultimately canceled. Uh, let's talk to him. We'll be right back. Uh, oh, Parvez Chinas. We'll be right back. 
Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour, available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Live. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. Uh, so excited about this guest, y'all. This guest, I had to bring him on because he's having one of the best years, one of the best 2020s, and uh, I don't think he's rubbed it in quite enough. Uh, my good friend, Parvesh China is here, everyone. Parvesh! Hi, friends. <laughs> Hi, Tony, Maxwell, Diana. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Hi. Good, Good morning. morning to you. Oh, well, yeah, well, almost. Uh, yeah, isn't is, it? This yeah. is actor's morning. Sure, sure. Um, quarantine morning. You know, I don't know. I've we been up at like 5.30 every day since COVID started. So, you know, because I'm always just looking to watch the place burn. I just open the curtains, <laughs> not on fire. Everything's fine. Um, Parvesh, welcome to the show. I can't believe I haven't had you on here before. Tony, I think we just, because we went through like a period where like, let alone quarantine for everyone, but even like the year prior, I was kind of quiet. Like I wasn't going out much anyway. I hadn't seen, learned the words in a long time. Didn't you kind time. of sober up? Didn't you kind did. of sober up? Like yeah, no yeah. more booze? You got the booze out of your life? Booze is done. I quit booze about a year Great. and a half ago. Love that. How yeah. old are you, Parv? I'm 41 now. 41. It, me too? Yeah. Oh, we're the same age. Did you just, uh, when's your birthday? July 79. Oh, you're older than me. I love you so much. Yeah, you're oh, I love just, you. You just had yours. Yeah, I did. Just I just I just turned 40 again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. The, right. I remember the birthday for right. the show. Because, because you judged Learn the Words, bitch, uh, the last Iconically. Uh, Learn the Words, bitch, for December. My so birthday much fun. show. And so you fun. actually were the first judge you and Vink were the first yeah. judges for Learn the Words Bitch at Akbar when we started God, almost six years ago now. So yeah. Vink just texted me this morning too, like a photo of us randomly. So it's so fun and surreal. Um, but you're a Chicago guy. You have roots with yeah. uh, where, where we were, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're from the suburbs, right? I, I'm from, I like, we jumped around from like Hoffman Estates to Aurora and Naperville and family is still in Naperville right now. I lived I'm at Addison. Aurora. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I went to Wabonsi Valley High School. And West um, Aurora. Oh, I'm sorry. And um, West is best. Is it? That's what the principal said every Friday. Oh. West is best, bitch. We were lucky though, I feel like I didn't realize until college that like, oh shit, the suburbs, suburban living is pretty good. Mm-hmm until you want to get out of it. And now at this age, we want to go back to, we want to like, we're looking at like the suburbs of Long Beach. We're literally looking mm. at Lakewood to be like- Oh, I looked oh. there. Yeah. Oh wait, yes. you, and your, you and your partner. Over there. So wait, has, has COVID uh, kind of made you and your partner think about like getting out of it? Cause we've talked about it on this show since the beginning. We're like, cities are so less cool. Honestly, because, but look at where I am. I'm partnered. I'm at the age where I don't need to like sow my oats. I've quit booze, you know, like it's just weed. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and Tony, I'll always remember this when we talked about when I told you like, I think I'm done with this booze thing. It's problematic, you know? I don't remember the last two hours of the night, what happened, you know? So then you told me like, I think you were also like cutting back or I don't know if you I were quit. fully done. You're I fully quit too. Yeah. And I remember like, I asked you, I asked you like, well, what about weed, Tony? And you're like, 
That's just vitamins, part. <laughs> Honey, that's just, no, <laughs> that's no, no, no. At this point, you have like, a doctor's note. Yeah, yeah. Marijuana, like, like if, if there's people that go to the doctor and a doctor says maybe weed, then it's no longer in the same category yeah. as booze. And honestly, I it got to a point where I had realized that I just never really had sex not on booze. Yeah. So, oh, like, yeah, yeah. like, like, like. I, it took getting alcohol poisoning for me to realize that, oh shit, I really only fuck when I'm like drunk, <laughs> which my, what does that say about me in my yeah, life? There's a great line, I think in a Brett Easton Ellis book or film, it's the one like he did after American Psycho, but I, like the lead character says like, oh, that's the first time I had sex sober. Yeah, like, you which, know, like, and it is, a especially for queer people, like how much of, Get the, I was raised in the sense of like in the nineties, Naperville, ooh, Will and Grace is this TV show. And the, the, you know, and they taught us queer kids even less so for the brown ones, you know, that we were just like, get thee to a gay bar and that's when things get better, you know? And the, the alignment of like, we know from Harvey Milk days, like one of his biggest wins was, you know, the beer boycott at the gay bars and everything. So we've been tied to alcohol, drugs, freedom oh, oh hard mean, life kicked out of your family you know religion drink drugs that's the way to to be gay I, so like it's fascinating how i've left that sorry Are maxwell I said your freedoms at the club like that's what we're taught there's like so I'm like watching all these queer HBO shows and all of them are just like gay people need nightlife and I'm like yeah, yeah but like well and for see, how long is, you know I was I was interviewed recently and yeah for how long because at this point queer people socialize differently now you know what I mean right. it's not so much the empowerment anymore with a gay bar unfortunately and also let's not forget like um, you know, I, I, I'm very vocal about growing up in uh, central Illinois where it was, you know, you, sometimes you'd get really drunk with your homie and that's how you'd end up fucking. So, sure. you know, um, but, but wait, so how long have you been in Los Angeles now? 14 years. 16, wow. 16, 16, 2004. Wow. I moved here January of 04. I graduated, I mean, kind of graduated Roosevelt like in 03, but I was kind of like done in my mind by like 02. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, and your roots are in the theater, right? Like you did, or, or has it always been film and TV for no, you? No, 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 no. Like a theater- Cause you know, you're like, one of my you... favorite character actors. Like, honestly, we've had, we- Bless. Who do we have on recently? Oh, Sam Pancake. Sam Pancake. also mm. one of my favorite character yeah. actors. And you both coincidentally are having a pretty good fucking year. Uh, but like, how has it been for those 16 years in Los Angeles for you? You know, Career like, one. but I've been fine. My friend Rizwan Munji just, who was on recently, he was on Schitt's Creek. He was Ray Bhutani, you know, the oh, Jack yeah. of all I fucking love, love him, job. by the way. Yeah. Riz is great. He's great. He was just on Perfect Harmony, which was on NBC last year. And they got canceled. That was a Bradley Whitford show. We joke that we are we were not on NBC at the same time since Outsource. But Rizwan just had a great article out in the Toronto Sun because there's some social media criticism about the accent. Why does Ray have the accent? And we're like, fuck. Still, still, we well, are not. We, well, no, hold on. He, Riz did not start. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm well, so no, no. I just like, I'm, I'm asking you, I'm asking you like, but what about the accent? Are they saying that you you should, that are, are you 
not brown enough to do your own people's accent? I'm confused. What's the, yes, what's the we, problem? We, we, children of immigrants in this country, the first generation, especially in arts, it's just what I've discovered my whole career. You get in because someone has tossed a bone. It was black people for me. Barbershop was all black writers, creators, producers, Ice Cube in Chicago filming. I'm a theater student in Roosevelt. Do it with an accent. 21 year old. Okay, I'll do my dad. 14 years later, that's a career you build on. Because, and I remember college professors from Roosevelt, we were doing hair. The musical of hair set in like 2001 post Columbine, uh, teachers. And, but I had purple and blue and red hair. I had four piercings by the time of senior year. And they were like, by the time of graduation, take all that out, 9-11 happened. You're gonna be a terrorist for a lot. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be working a lot. <laughs> because what do you tell a 21 year old when that's, I used to say this, I can't use this analogy anymore. Oh yeah, growing up, the only people of color that we had to look up to was the Cosby show. Yeah, there was absolutely no representation None. for Indian people. No, so um, we grabbed what we could. And then when you actually are a part of it, everyone's like, why didn't you say no? I'm like, oh, because I wanted to go from a three bedroom rental to a two bedroom rental. You know, see, I took the job, but we have no agency because everyone assumes that, oh, that's right. Because you're Tom Cruise or Will Smith and you can say no and they changed it. I'm like, no, they went and hired Rizwan or they hired the is, next person. This is my this is my issue with social justice warriors and sticking their nose in business like like the arts or whatever. It's like, because I wanted to eat. So if that meant that I had to put on a hijab and fucking uh, be a terrorist in this show, that's what I had to fucking do. And how dare you now tell me after you made me parrot my past and my, my ancestors, tell me now that it's not right. Like that yeah. seems kind of bullshit to me. But there will always be, because there will always be people, and we know with criticism too, and, and rightfully so, I don't wanna see myself or people like me represented like that on screen. My great thing is like, great, then write your project and cast me in it or put me in it. You don't think like, I wanna do my 19, late 1990s coming out gay, going to like cocktail, never Roscoe's, and then you know maybe having the courage to go to circuit to dance by the end of the night. That, I will never have that experience. I'll be cast as my dad <laughs> when some <laughs> kid who's in college now will play the gay part, you know, and, you know, so it's just interesting, like, it's such, it's on my head because it just came out today, Riz, of course I texted Riz, I'm like, Riz, you're on, you're in Twitter trending. He's like, I know, but he wanted to be very truthful about his career. He said like, and, the, and there's a flip too, like sometimes we've been assigned, you know, on a call sheet, it'll literally be the list of names uh, of this, like for friends, the six people, I bet you that Courtney Cox, when they started that show was probably number, was number one on the call sheet because she was the most famous and there she stayed. So we talk about like how the stars on a TV show, LL Cool J and Chris, whatever on CSI, they're probably one and two, right? I show up I'm a, on a show, you'll see, oh, look, they're famous, famous. Oh, there's Parv, number seven or eight. They're not also going to deal with a lot of, they're not gonna see my cousin, like they're not gonna see my character's cousin's story. You know, right, right, we're in right, service right. sometimes to the lead, tale to be told yeah you're you're the token and until you want to be one or two or tell your story then that's when you need we need the criticism we don't need criticism of the recurring guest star 
who just, I'm talking about Riz, who just shows up to be a great, funny story device. He's the town photographer. He's a town rental. He's a, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that it's, ethnicity is not an issue. We should be grateful that we don't care about the ethnicity of someone who's the delivery man or the person who's the photographer. Like, it's just yeah. fascinating, like still. And I know that this is small, petty fucking shit that we actors and artists, and me of all people after a year of on a network TV show this year, have to complain about in the year or the decade of 2020. But it also is just like, oh my God, what a reminder. Because well, we're gonna go into 2021, please. But well, that's also the thing because you have an impressive resume. Like it's not like, I mean, you've been on, well, you, you did outsource. That made right. it only a season, right? I think. Yeah. Or, and, One season, uh, but it was my longest then you biggest were on, job to date. You were on My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I did like eight, nine episodes. So great. Like, yeah, now, lovely and people. Then, and then you just, and, and you landed during a pandemic. Yeah. An original role on a, on a brand new show by NBC called Connecting. Yeah, Tony. Which, uh, listen, I was not kidding when I said every fag in LA was up for that part. Like yeah. every gay person I knew who had an agent was like, I'm reading for this new show. Uh, what I know, I, I had a lot of texts from some of my white gays saying, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, you got Darius. Oh, they changed, oh, they changed <laughs> the name of the character for you, right? <laughs> well, tell us what, tell us, a, tell us about connecting and like, and, and how you got it and like, cause I mean, it was the first show that was originally produced through a pandemic. One, one of the few. Yeah, there were there were a couple going on at the same time. And I think of like each, like Netflix had one. I think HBO had one. Freeform had a limited series. We were the network NBC, like regular 22 minute ongoing series. Like we had contract, our contract was like, oh, you're signed for three years, blah, blah, blah. They do that for every show, but like most shows- It wasn't going there though, you know what I right? mean? <laughs> but it was a six or seven year, but six or seven year contracts, the norm, that's why. So that's why when you hear about like the big, oh, the cast of Friends, Big Bang Theory, they make, they're doing their negotiation because their contract is up. You know, that's yeah. when that six or seven year thing is up. So they had us for this little thing. They always said like, we might go to, it might go to Peacock, it might go to Hulu. Um, again, like most actors, I was already in a better spot better place like around March, April, May, June, plugging away. Cause I do voiceover. Like this is, I joke, like we were talking off camera about like the microphones and, and headphones, but like, I have like four headphones. We have three microphones, one's in the closet, you know, like they're all that's, and literally what I've recorded at home is going to be on television. You know, yeah. like I've even done the ADR for the first things that we did like in March, April. So I've been lucky or alone there that like, cartoon actors keep going, you know? Oh, get some more equipment, make it work. If you didn't make it work, I probably, I don't think you were working as much. Right. And then July, just normal, regular old audition. Hey, they're doing a Zoom pandemic show audition. I auditioned on my phone with a teleprompter app because it was so much copy. It was like a 10 page scene. So, and I literally just did it to my camera on my phone, like here. And then, and then I had one call back with the producers and instead of, it in my hand, then we just did it here. And I had my script like right underneath. So I'd be reading like Zoom meeting, the Tony Soto show, Maxwell Exposito, Diana DeLuna. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I would just like read and like come back to camera. That was it. It was a blessing. So I what, well, well, right what was here. it like? Cause you got to, yeah, you got to film in your house. 
did you were you working the scenes with the actors yeah. uh, at the time? Like, what were rehearsals like? And also, this was a pretty diverse cast. This, this yeah, you, uh, you had your first uh, trans lead actress That's in, the thing in a that, sitcom, like Shakina Nafak playing Ellis. Shakina, like Shakina, was like all the new because she. The fact that like a brown person ba- playing a gay husband, not news. No one cares. That's that actually thought was like amazing progress. Like, oh yeah, Barb, you're great. You're playing. A, oh, you get to finally play a gay. Like the question I get would be like, how's it like to like? Was your partner there? One that hated his kids too. By the way, hated the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but like Eric would play the kids. He'd open the door off camera, like when he was home. So like that's, that's Barb's part. That's my partner. Eric, yeah, yeah. So it was just we really. And then on top of it, like six brown people, you know, one one queer, you know, like one queer out of that and the one of the white people trans. It was just, I was grateful for that. But I also understand like, oh, <coughs> why you don't get all the love, publicity, the money, the attention, it's- But, does, get, this, but does this make you think that like TV is going in a different direction now and that you to. will get more calls and more work because- yeah. I mean, and we, and said, these, you can't you can't be nothing but brown. You know what I mean? Well, You're always. <laughs> but you know what, Tony? It's so funny, and we we hinted at it earlier about like the gay coming out stuff, like in the '90s suburbs, even. I didn't really feel my ethnicity as an issue, a thing of a source of like, oh, something to think about. You know, like I was raised Sikh, never had a beard or turban. My dad didn't, because like you know, oh, d- there are different levels of orthodoxy in a yeah. sense, like yeah. not every Jewish person is Hasidic. There's also like Indian guys who want to be a little more modern, okay? It's yeah. fine, they don't need to be all or, traditional. Or again, everyone who doesn't, okay, like, you know, the Christmas Easter Catholics, you know, yeah. like they'll go when it's important. Oh my God, you would be great in a nativity scene for sure. See, like, I mean, like, be... I, I would love to play though, but they're like, now we have to go hyper authentic. <laughs> is he Palestinian? <laughs> no, then no. Now part. Parv, I have to, I have to, Diana, I have to let you know this. Now, there's also a kind of an acting connection within the Tony Soto show right now because Maxwell Esposito <laughs> and Parvesh oh, yes. China were in a film together. Was it a film True. or was it a web series? It was a web series, but yeah. let Tony say whatever he wants. Oh, sure, it. it's I'm a sorry. show. Yeah, it was a no. film. It was they a were film in a beautiful series. film together. It was a film <laughs> series. Yes, it was a filmed yes. series. Yes, yes. So, Correct. Parvesh, we we're really interested to know like what kind of an actor Maxwell is, especially in such an intimate setting. Well. We did our we did a show for Michael and Michael are gay, right? My, for M- Michael Ratchelis, Michael Feldman, they're fabulous. They're actor writer so nerds. They're, I mean, like they're just they're wonderful. They do everything, like theater, literally theater to web stuff. They're they're beautiful Real men. Estate. Yes, beautiful. And, they're, and they work out way too much. And we I did a bit for them because I do live in a world where if someone asks you to do a project. The fact that someone has already bravely asked someone else to like, will you come and be a part of my make ups You know, you say yes. Mm-hmm. Come except, play with me. Right. Except, oh, I have Warner Brothers is paying 10 grand for the day, though. Can you match? OK, then can you film me tomorrow? <laughs> you take the money job and then your friends will work it. So anyway, See, Michael that's, Michael. A, that's that's great for being like uh, not a drag queen, because here's the thing. I get like shit like that from people. And and the last thing I want to do is do drag for your make ups. <laughs> well, uh, that's but, but then even with that, though, I feel like if, if you do like a specific like trick or dance or, oh, it takes one hundred dollars or 
10 hours to get ready versus me like I, you have me I'll be here for like two hours you know quick powder and out that is one thing like when I've hired drag friends you have to at least pay for like the kit the makeup kit listen you, you, know, you, you I that. was very well taken care of when I did that uh uh movie with you guys that I don't think has ever seen the light of day but just fine I, know, I would like so to grateful we didn't have to pay you to be here yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do remember Maxwell. I do, I think like I was. Yeah, how difficult was Maxwell? Easy peasy, because I was nervous and I had to do a lot. And he's like, "Babe, I'm just right here." <laughs> In the back seat. Yeah, it was and great. I remember, oh. Maxwell, I don't believe you wear deodorant. No, I don't. Right, like natural. One of what the natural. Was that offensive yeah. to you? No, it's okay. Because... You could tell us. No one listens to this show. No, no, I've been to the fault I, line. I did try to I did try to use tongue and you were like, no, this is for TV. We have to ABC kiss. Like That's this is right. for network television. You had to kiss. And I was like, you had to calm Maxwell down. What's what's ABC kiss? What does that mean? Like network television. We couldn't use tongue. We had to yeah. like make out, but like it couldn't be like just wanted, they wanted you know? more just like the open Maxwell's oh, never done that, that is before. so fucking, he's, he's, he's so uh what is it what is uh what's the annoying actor the ones who what? are like yeah so they're so uh what do you say when they like become the character and they won't do anything method method yeah, method. yeah. <laughs> no no i just remember being like because i feel like i french a lot on stage especially my improv heavier improv days like i remember even like coming on scene in character to like Lindsay Sieber and I was like I'm sorry I Frenched you in the opening <laughs> she was like it's okay <laughs> but I just remember Maxwell did I was like oh honey I don't think we, we need that I think this I is was like oh <laughs> no, I, I learned my lesson she's I gotta learn she's gotta learn listen oh, not, but a, it's not a lot of old hairy guys have ever told her no so it's, it's like, fascinating you know. I didn't mean to say That's no so though true. Maxwell I'm sorry this old okay. hairy guy will say yes next time. Uh, well, well, listen, let's right. take a break. Because uh, when we come back, uh, you're going to weigh in on our listener questions this week. Yay. right? All right. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right. We are back with the show. And yes, Parvesh, this is our last show of the year. You yeah. are closing out our <laughs> miserable year. <laughs> You have a New Year's resolution. We told ours in the first segment you weren't here for oh, that. Yeah. What's yeah, yours? Do you, do you have yeah. a resolution? Yeah, no joke. We have we we start some of ours earlier. I actually will be doing the 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 specific one is I'm actually doing a tolerance break. I like to do one twice a year now. Have you never heard this for weed? No. No. Oh, I thought you were just gonna stop being tolerant of people. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. no. Like, everyone's getting like, a piece of my mind. No, it's like I'm the purge. <laughs> I meant that like I even like Googled it. Like there's like this university professor who has like this curated of like write in a journal and your thoughts. And I'm totally doing that because I also just feel like I just want a little clarity going into the, to the new year. But see, the weed's never been a hobby for me. You know what but I mean? See, like, weed's it, always been a habit. So. See, it's also not, but for me, it's not even the medicinal element for anxiety. It's just like, oh, a nice set, sidebar. I, mean, I would like to see what it's like to be stoned for longer than 20 minutes, but also, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke really good pot. And mm -hmm. I mean, why should I, why should I refrain from, you know, indulging in something that I like. Well, do you know what it is? Just why to be the, high. Well, okay. the, break for, the break for me is because I'm an edible tincture. Oh. One of those like, oh, what? It's, it's marijuana. So you need legal. to lower your tolerance. Yeah, no, you're real white about yeah. it, for sure. Yeah, you're a real you white to. person when it yeah. comes to marijuana. It's yeah, almost 
offensive. It's like you're in brown face right now. No, what are you talking me. about? <laughs> oh, Med Men? Oh my gosh, they have iPads. Oh, I'll have it in the car. Get out of Med Men. Don't you fucking go and it's give It's like them when your people money. have service dogs and emotional service dogs. Yeah. Like you have an emotional service dog. <laughs> and Tony and I are blind. I love that analogy, but like I also did realize like, oh, when someone said like, how much edibles do you take? I'm like, oh, you know, I think I was up to like a hundred milligrams. And they're like, what? And I was like, a day. And they're like, you need a break. So that was like oh, a is year that a ago. Lot? See, I think I was like lot. 75 to no, 100 is. is where I need to be like, for an I'm, edible. I'm never trying to do wow. math either. And that kind of part of weed, you have to do numbers and you have to understand what that means. And I'm, but just I'm like, also cheap, what? Tony. Diana, the thing is like, I want, I want what is, oh, if I can like take a break and be like, ooh, 10 milligrams again, I'm, I'm having fun. Well, they make the dropper bottle. You do tinctures, right? Yeah. So I had to stop smoking for my esophagus for a while. Well, I think so that's I healthy and a good real, reason. Yeah, I got real scientific with my milligrams and those tinctures are good. Like, you know, you pay a hundred dollars, but that'll last you all month. See, that's, that's where I start to think because I don't like the immediate oh my gosh, I'm stoned and high now. I liked it. I joked like when I first started, like, again, we're in California. We're very lucky here. But I remember like about a five, six, maybe like seven years ago, like edibles, I had a medical marijuana card and I got one. And I remember like, I was just like doing the Sunday chores cleaning and then it hit. And then I was like, oh, time for Game of Thrones, Mad Men. And- <laughs> That, that was my Sunday evening. See, I, I just have a little to, bit of weed and just relax. But the I just big, want to breathe bit, smoke. Just give see, me smoke. I in my worry lungs. about the. I do like Diana, let alone the health issues with the esophagus. But it's just hard. It just feels like a lot, and especially like I do. I'm a voice actor, so now I'm starting to think like, oh, you know, share vocalizes every day. You I have really whitened up this show in the short time that you've been on at Parvage. I just want you to know that this is the least threatening our show has ever been. What? Let's talk about Jewel and Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> oh my God. I was just recently watching that performance. Face. I was watching Jessica Simpson and Jewel perform on their variety show. That performance they did together. It's so good. Oh my God. Oh. There are so if many things that are like so foreign show? to me. That sentence that they even had a variety show. Listen. <laughs> You listen, I've lost control of this show. I've lost control of this show. You know, we're you know, this is a time show for a reason, so I don't lose control of it. So, listeners, if you want to hear your questions, concerns, or comments heard (laughs) on the Tony Soto show, it's as simple as ever to do. All you have to do is go to the TonySotoShow.com and it's right there. It's right on the website, it's right at the top. Leave your message, concerns, comments, questions like Tony, why do you lose control of the show? at the end of 2020, uh, and we can read them, read them on the show. I'm gonna read the first question that we have. It's from Sammy and it says, hello, Tony Soto Show. I love listening to y'all gab every week and wanna give a shout out to Diana whoop, whoop, for such a fabulous addition to the show. All Yay. right, guys, she's heard it enough, all right? Aww. Thank Calm you. down. She, I feel like she's We're getting a for, P.O. box. I feel like she's been here for years <laughs> already. Um, okay, he says, I have a scenario I could use some advice on. Over the time inside this year, I've been digitizing old camcorder tapes from high school and college. Just the way, just the other day, I found an unmarked tape in the pile. When I popped it into the camcorder, I found myself confused as I watched what appeared to be a straight couple having sex. At 
first, I was unable to decipher who the two individuals were because their faces were not in frame. I then heard the two talking for a moment and immediately recognized the voices to be that of my old roommate and his girlfriend. Finding a few more unmarked tapes in the pile, I realized some of my roommate's old tapes got mixed up in my stack from 10 years ago when we were living together and going to film school. My old roommate and I are still good friends and he is still together with the same girlfriend. But I'm conflicted on whether or not to tell him I found this tape. Do you think he'd want to know it still exists? Should I destroy it and never let him know? They are good folks and open-minded, so I think they'd be fine knowing I accidentally saw a few seconds of it, but I'd also hate to see it go the other way and they be mortified. Let me know your thoughts. Wow. Wow. I love yeah. that he I was also that. in film school because in my mind, the production value on this is very <laughs> ambitious <laughs> amateur. Film noir. Like... Film noir. <laughs> yeah. Black and whites. Uh, zooming into a single rose. He borrowed like C stands <laughs> from school. <laughs> so Parvesh, hmm. this is and, and this is first of all, this is the most like complete scenario. I know everything. Yeah, I would destroy it. Would you? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because I have a problem. I love sex. I love there's a time and place for it. Some kind of violation of that, I think it will throw trust out the window. And then I just still, anytime I hear sex tape, I keep thinking about the fact that Kim Kardashian could have just been famous for being OJ's dead friend's daughter, you know? And, <laughs> and now she, that whole family that I think has wrought such destruction so American you're saying, wait, wait, so, so wait, you're saying that there's a like possibility the the that if they tell this straight couple who's probably living in some Midwestern <laughs> town that they're about to be the next Kim K. Yeah, and Ray J. Saying? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like it's- Destroy it. Well, okay, so you say destroy. Maxwell, what, do, what does Sammy do with this tape? Destroy it. I would tell them why not I would especially if you were still with them like I would love the throwback that would be really fun like if I found like old like in 10 years and somebody was like oh I had somebody on scruff was like I have this old video of you and your partner like do you want to see it I'd be like yes I'd love to see it I mean like if you're if you're a creep enough to take it in your youth what makes you think you're going to do a full 180 and change, like suddenly become Republican? Well, I guess you could move to the South and shame. brainwash. You, I mean, and it, shame other were, issues. You think that shame be, came on afterwards if they're still together, though? See, that's the, that's the thing. That's the part that makes me. And Diana, I want to know what you yeah. think as a heteroflexitive. Uh, do you think that like they could like change in their relationship? They're like, oh, God, we don't want to see our own naked bodies anymore. I want to see how young I looked. Yeah, and also, like, I just feel like the intention of a sex tape is to be watched, right? And and it's very nice of you to not watch the whole thing. I don't yeah, know if I, I would have I have that. questions. How the many strength. times did you jerk off to it? You knew there were more uh, tapes. Did you watch them? 
Because I, I mean, here's the thing. I couldn't. What, what if I, as a gay person, fancied uh, my roommate? I'd watch it. I'd be like, well, I want to see at least well, what I, I was missing. I well, with, think with you permission. have one of two options. I, I found it. I've had it for 10 it, years. I'm sorry. If go you're going to watch it, destroy it afterward and keep that shit to yourself. And then you, you know what I mean? And then wait, I think I'm with Diana. Wait, wait, wait. Or option two. I'm going to give you an ethical option as well. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So there's a a personal option you can make and (laughs) no one would really judge you for it because you're going to destroy it afterward and no one will get hurt. But I guess the ethical option would be at this point, you've only watched a little bit of it. Call him, make it cute. Like they're a little straight, boring couple. Be like, hey. Nice hey. dick, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Diana. Do you, want, that's it? Do you fun. want me to mail it to you so you guys can watch it? But also, like, but also, know him. but okay. also, like, what if, what if they're like, fuck, what happened to those tapes? You know what oh, I mean? Like, what if that, like, what yeah. if this, what if, what if it's been haunting this straight couple and they've been like just waiting for it to pop up on the tubes that's under true. amateur? That's you know, true. like, that's, that's and, a good and, way to think and about it. And at least it. now you can put their mind to rest and be like, look, you fucking freaks, I found yeah. your sex tapes. You know, be real yeah. annoying about it. Be yeah, real it can only bring exciting it. things to their lives. Yeah, Have you let them destroy tape? it. Has yeah, anyone done a sex tape? No, God, no. Yeah, I mean, neither. no, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't it's have you mentioned there's Diana a lost said, cell phone yeah. somewhere that I'm <laughs> someone found. Yeah, I was gonna say when Diana was like talking about the film noir moment of the being film students, I was like, yeah, that's how I feel. I just got the new iPhone, and I'm just like, there's so many new features I can take videos at. Did you get the? Do you got the twelve? Yeah, the 12 Pro. So All right, don't rob my show. Mini. We gotta finish this. I we gotta finish one. this show. Don't we don't try to steal it again. That goddamn <laughs> patriarchy. About that. Uh, oh, oh, uh, who's got mean. our next question? Hey, thanks, Sammy. That was honestly a yeah, great question. Was, we had a great yeah. that was I mean, that was a fun and very one. well thank, written. Thank you for walking us through it. I had a great time reading it. I had a really fun <laughs> time reading it. So update. Uh, we need an update for as long, from Sam. Yes. For as long as it was, it was really, I was sitting on the edge of my seat the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was because of the performance. So you're welcome. Uh, go ahead, uh, Diana. <laughs> okay. This is from Not Impaired Enough. Thank you for answering the question about weed addiction. I was wondering the same thing myself, and I was taking a two-week break just to make sure. Hey. But not anymore. You are all wiser than you know. Uh, (laughs) You mentioned taking acid before, but I don't know where one finds it during a pandemic in L.A., and I would love a tip. I mean, I can't can't tell people how to find drug dealers. That's just weird. Good luck on your journey with that. (laughs) And also, I don't like when people text me with that question either. (laughs) If you're going to get into drugs, learn some drug protocol. Yeah, get the Signal app, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Or use the voice notes. Just like Um, voice note it. Be like, yo, sister, where do you get drugs? Well, the Signal app is so in right now, apparently. Yeah. Every Every time I open it and I see someone like, like normal, I'm like someone new is on, and I'm always like, "What are you, a like, drug dealer? What do you do? Are you a drug <laughs> dealer?" What I think? Are you buying mushrooms? Are you sending dick pics? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you? Signals. You having an affair? You having an affair? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're doing? You have fucking pig. But yeah, do you know I, what it is? I've heard that like a lot of people are trying to look for even. <clears throat> you know, I let go of Facebook. Apparently, I'm back on because we did get an Oculus and it hooked up to my defunct Facebook account. But like people are getting rid of Instagram and WhatsApp. And they're doing more signal 
and other variants. I mean, we're talking about the people who are trying to like have no Zuckerberg. I just don't listen. I, yeah. I just don't like want anyone. It, it's it's at the top of the pi, uh, privacy. Like you're, it's it's encrypted. Um, it's it's the safest way to communicate out there. Just about anything, you know yeah. what I mean? Especially like during a pandemic. Um, I did find, by the way, I did see like it was a University of Vermont. It's literally a tolerance break. Take Get a cannabis out of here. Take that, take, take that you, white nonsense out yeah. of my face. It's um, not. I'm sure he was a very good multi-ethnic professor. It's like University a sugar cleanse. No one can live like that. But also, <laughs> like, like the thing, yeah, no one can do that forever. All right. No. Um, but you know, like, yeah, no. Uh, it, it's it's not the it's not the best thing. But always know that, like, drug de- dealers and pedophiles will always have the first right knowledge on the most private way to talk. <laughs> Ugh. And that's how the signal lab started. Like that's how the signal lab started. And I'm like, all right, well. Um, uh, I honestly thought it was for like revolutionaries in the Middle East trying to avoid their country like firewalling. But thank you for that. Email that could to absolutely us. be it. That could absolutely be it too. Who knows? Multifaceted. You just emailed us the link, you guys. I know. I saw. Did you, yeah, you, I wait. Emailed us the link to that fucking take a break on weed thing. You yeah. keep that. You keep that nonsense out it's of my. It's my inbox. New Year resolution. Oh my god, this show is crazy <laughs> today. Um, listen, good luck on getting acid though. I totally recommend acid right now. Like acid uh, during a pandemic is wild. All right. Why? It's like it, it's just so good. Like it's it's nice to kind of feel that. Like I like the idea. Of, like just like fuck like you know when your brain is like fuck am i losing control right now you know it's just it's it's good sometimes you gotta let go you gotta let so go so it's a safe at home thing not a outdoor in the woodsy thing um the acid that i took at christmas was absolutely a stay at home thing so if you if you want to know like about the acid that i took uh on christmas then yes that was for me i was like ooh. I'm going to stay home and watch Scrooge and oh. uh, like all these movies and be hot and then cold. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm Scrooge, it was, Scrooge it was like, is the best. It was like, cause you know, I was also hanging out with an old woman like Sarah Andrews and she gets hot and cold all the time. And I was just <laughs> like, Oh God, like I needed to have a blanket at a time. It was nuts. What was um, Scrooge like on acid? The best. Like just, oh. the, and first of all, that is such, if that's not, if Scrooge with Bill Murray isn't on your holiday movie list, of movies that you watch every year, you're yeah. doing Christmas wrong. Oh, it's because, on the atheist because watch list, the acid, especially. the acid, and that movie brought me to tears at the end. Of oh. like when he's talking to the movie theater, I'm like, he's talking to me. Uh, okay, who's gonna bring the show to the end? Who's gonna rev it up? Rev it up? Rev it up? Me, me. <laughs> okay, who wins 2020? I'm interested to know if you folks think anyone won 2020. This can be pop culture, politics, news. Thank you for guiding us through some of this year because you let us see the cracks from time to time. Aw. I feel like that's a little pointed. That's a little pointed. Okay. okay. I didn't I didn't think I was showing you cracks. Um Parvesh. <laughs> 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 20 i show some cracks i'll i'll wear that proudly uh parvesh who won 2020 to you the, the, i i can only think of like a a, a view answer but like uh, for me like the one the person i think who came out and will continue to rise and be stronger is kamala harris i think that she knew to drop out of the race save face in california she is the first black and indian american asian woman I mean, that's what a ceiling that's cracked. 
no matter what happens, she, I think, won 2020. Did you, uh, did you hear Pat Robertson basically say uh, that Kamala would be uh, president longer than Biden? Because like basically insinuating that Biden's going to die. No, uh, there's, actually, there's actually a thought, though, that he might only run for one term and make I, well, I was I was just like I don't really need one ghost to talk about another ghost dying anytime but, soon like I was like Pat he, Robertson he, we haven't seen you walk in 15 years okay who, so again irrelevant he's irrelevant who cares about him he got he went viral I watched it uh Diana 2020 who won who won 2020 Dogs won 2020. Yeah. That's it. Dogs won. They'll never be able to go back from this. They're not going to understand why it's all over. They're they're dreading the vaccine. They're yeah. probably the the what's it called? The swamp. They're they're deep state. The dogs are deep state <laughs> trying to stop this from happening. Really? You have two you have two pooches I saw running around, I think. Yeah, and they they run the place now. And we just like if I didn't have dogs, I would have adopted so many dogs yeah. during this. I yeah. love that they are so quiet today. I can appreciate them in their little outfits today instead of being like, God, I wish she'd fucking drug those dogs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're very upset to be separated from the recording. Maxwell. Um twenty twenty. I mean, well, if you really want the full tea, you can watch my millennial moment with Maxwell on my IGTV where I give a wrap up <laughs> of 2020 and I talk about all the iconic things. But I mean, Megan Thee Stallion, I think, really had a quite an uncancelable year for sure. I think she Who? really delivered music all through the pandemic. Megan Thee Stallion, one of the biggest names. In music I believe now. it's Megan. Is v. she the WAP? Megan is she the WAP Stallion? Megan the Stallion, yes. Um, is she the one who yes, got shot is. in the foot or is she the one? Yes, mm -hmm. she got yeah. shot in the foot. She released a mixtape at the beginning of the year, was on watch. To be fair, she Maxwell made me edit SNL. out the shooting uh, part that he mentioned in the millennial moment. So much on the edit editing room floor uh, from, from that episode. There was oh. a lot. There's a lot. Oh my gosh. Of... I feel like I can't tell you any secrets. You have called me up for so much stuff today on this show. <laughs> Way to end 2020. <laughs> um, but I think I asked him to cut it out because it, I think I did the way I said it wasn't cute. I was like, that is not oh, how you tell oh, that story. Uh, I was like, that is not how you tell that woman's story. And she, first of all, you, you, well, I, and honestly, in reality, I feel like I left in the actual, the worst thing because you're like, She's literally been around the whole country maskless and no one's canceled her. And I was like, I was like, what do I but leave that, in? Like, I'd much rather. But uh, that is, I mean. That's so true. She has literally been all over the world and not worn a mask once. And I still love her. I still stream her every day. I mean, she's great. She's so wow. talented. Wow. Body positivity icon, legend, stallion, the queen. If you're okay. not listening to Megan the Stallion, you've made mistakes this year. Okay. Nice. Well, that's Period. a that's a commercial. Um, <laughs> all right. The you? winner of 2020, hands down by far and forever, uh, is Donald Trump. He Why? Had, he had the best year because he has single-handedly destroyed our democracy, bankrupted our country. He's managed to make over a hundred million dollars post-election uh, while still not talking about fucking COVID or any kinds of means of COVID. And the country voted him in four years ago. So 
It's a full circle moment. It was meant to happen. And Trump- Let me let honestly, you go last. <laughs> because, yeah. it's a, because here's the thing. And this is, this is what I'm hoping uh, changes in 2021 is that for four years, a man that this country voted in office destroyed it. So now Democrats have to once again, go in and clean up a fucking mess and so I just hope that uh, in 2021, we realize how much damage he could do in four years and how much work it's going to take to fix it. So to fucking be patient, wear your fucking masks and stay the fuck home until they tell us not to. That's it. See, there's some hope at the end of it, but let's face it. Let's be honest. We, don't, we, don't, we can be all fucking liberal and ho-hummy and huggy, but who had a, bet, a good year? Trump, because he ain't changed his fucking tune once. He's been a consistent dig the whole time, and he's destroyed this country. And we let him do it. So that sounds like a good year. This I is mean, a. I'm not negating what you're saying at all. This is a genuine question. Do you think all of that makes him feel good, like yes. on the inside? Do you think this year he like really felt good about himself? Yes, he's a no. narcissist. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yes. He's a clinical narcissist. Absolutely. He doesn't think he doesn't, as long as they're still saying his name, he's fucking happy and he is repulsive and he does repulsive shit. Yeah. Like look at his pardoning. Let's not fucking lose yeah. sight about all the criminals that he's no, pardoned. So I mean, pardoning is so, not done yet. So look, some people like, like to eat brains so, and I don't yes. understand that either. And that makes so, them feel good. So, <laughs> yes. like, Trump, Folks, what I Trump really, is thrilled with himself. What thrilled. I wonder though for, especially us, cause like I was 2015 into 16, I was big, big Bernie. I'm like, great, we had Obama, let's keep going further left, right? And then all the finagling, the neoliberal Hillary Clinton machine. I'm like, okay, great. We're gonna get our first woman president, awesome. After Trump won, I don't know what happened to the rest of you, but it's where I just started going off the deep end in the sense of like, when I think of like, all right, 81 million voted for Biden, 74 million voted for Trump, right? You know, it's just that hard thing to deal with. So right now, I feel like it's the not last hard to fucking not give hard. a shit about 74 to, million people. But Listen, it's hard to like internalize it. I internalize I think it. I'm way smarter than more than that. So just knowing oh. that there is a, a block number that I know I'm better than, I feel great. I know that there's 75 million people that I am definitely smarter than, and it's fine. And they're irrelevant right now because let's face it, politics are going in a progressive way i hope and so, so and, it's just that our government that, has to catch up with it and that's well we, so, i'm not i'm not worrying so much about national politics for the next few years i mean i feel like that's what my focus was the last four years no like, i think we need out, to say well, no 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 no, no. See, see this is mm -hmm. why this is what i get nervous about when it comes to fucking liberals too because nope. like we can immediately shut shit off and we're like oh i don't think i gotta worry about that anymore uh -uh. i'm not saying you that. gotta fucking watch biden too he's already going of back course. on a bunch of shit that he fucking said he was gonna do and he hasn't totally. even started yet so but you also have to look out your window and go why is this like this? And, and Diana, what happened when we were, when we were so focused on Trump? California doesn't pass um, a, like a minimum wage raise. Affirmative Rent control. Action. We let the, Uber the, walk yeah. all over Uber us. Uber lift like, doors. <laughs> they created yeah. a well, whole tax to better class. schools. Well, listen, we, that's where I, that's well, where I this is, like, this is where you go and you think, shit, there's a lot more fucking idiot conservatives in this, local. in this, to start local, not that's what I'm like, I, all right, America, California, we helped you get rid of Trump. 
we're going to keep Biden's feet to the fire. We have an eye out. We know Kamala, but I'm just saying like, I need to focus on LA. <laughs> there, what is happening in our own Southern California, I, our state? We listen, lost so the many- only, The only County. thing that people in this in this city should be worrying about right now is our homeless crisis. And that is it. Keep your but that's fucking all mind part on- parcel, no, but that's all But no, that is literally the only thing we should be You're talking right. about. Because um, the-, the there are literal like sky rise fucking tensities out here. All right. But Tony, then um, but anyway, be... listen, listen, oh, listen, sorry. listen. We, we, we've, we've talked a lot. <laughs> this, this show oh, is, forgive. yeah, no, 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 no. It's just, you know, uh, the show's an hour long. What did I say oh. about fucking timing? Parf, see, taking me off, taking me off. We also like bum people out when we get too deep in our (laughs) political soapbox, even though we love it and enjoy it. Apparently, our listeners like hearing about. I say that's why I had to start (laughs) a whole other podcast. That's why I had to start a whole other podcast so I could. How many are you up to now? Uh, Well, I I I produce two and I host three. Wow. So, uh, uh, yeah, because I, I have a lot of words. Uh, Parvesh, tell so- people where they can find you on the internet. Tell us about some more. Are you coming on the TV anymore? Yeah, or what's just, happening? Honestly, it's just been such a pleasure to be with you guys. End of the year. And I've been thinking about, even when we started the conversation about like our queer spaces, bars, I've been thinking about Akbar a lot. That's where I think we kind of met. And where learn the words was I like during my twenties like I spent every Wednesday there, from like after improv at Second City in L.A. We would like it would be two of us, my friend Jay and I, or like twenty of us. But I had like birthday Christmas parties there, so it is interesting. I hope that their GoFundMe for SaveAkbar.com is doing going well. well. Yeah. Doing well, almost so that's, two hundred thousand. So. Honestly, like, and I even think of like when like JP would host craft night there. And like, we're like other people who didn't drink or sober, everything. Like, I feel like, oh, that's fun. Like, so I even think of like my post drinking life, it'll be nice to come back to the queer spaces and not view it as like the place to just get shit canned and hopefully go home with someone. That can still happen. And I hope it does for the safe response. Well, now you can ones. keep, you can monitor your slutty drunker friends a little bit better. Now I will look out for you. Clear-eyed. Give us what, oh, how dare you. Tell <laughs> us where we could find you on the internet. God damn it, Parv. At Parvesh on Twitter and at Parvi on Instagram. <laughs> You're the best. Uh, Diana? Uh, Diana D triple E Luna on Instagram. That's it. Uh, I'm going to have to look into other, what did you call it? Signal? That sounds yeah. It's just Next door already scared the shit out of me. It's just Oof. a different, it's just texting, Oof. but you can be, you can text anything you want. Oof. Next right. door. Well, uh yeah and i'll see you next year i've got plans you've got plans yeah hey look out for a a little show star and diana deluna in 2021 exclusively on patreon that's going to be coming up uh maxwell (laughs) you can follow me on instagram at maxwell esposito and keep an eye out for updates on my edibles and when i will be selling them and delivering them um yeah, or Twitter at me underscore LGBTina. <laughs> and that's it. Happy New Year. Um, please stay inside. 
That's uh, it. Great. Uh, if you like the Tony Soto Show, then go and subscribe to our iTunes page and rate it and leave a comment. That's always nice. Uh, I do the Gay Power Half Hour every week with my good Judy Casey Lie. Tune into that anywhere that podcasts are streamed. Uh, let's see. January 4th is the next Learn the Words Bitch on Zoom. Our guest judges are going to be uh, Gunnar Dethridge and Bambi Banks Coulee. So it's going to be a cute time. So cute. I believe there are still spots available. If you would like to perform and you are a Zoom virgin, <laughs> go and find us on Instagram at Learn the Words Bitch. Slide into the DMs and you'll be talking to little Maxwell Esposito on rules and whatnot. Um, uh, I'm the Tony Soto Show on everything. And uh, uh, yeah, so support me and whatnot. And oh, tune into our Patreon. Go and subscribe to our Patreon. It's five dollars a month, and you get whatever bullshit we are making. All right. <laughs> See y'all next year. Bye. 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 Happy New Year. <laughs>